Hey girl, hey. I am LaShawn Tiffin, better known as the Chatter hey, Chick. Girl, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey. Chick. She was so funny. Sean's face was like, I know she was like, she was super shocked. You see her face. Yeah, because I was like, maybe I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> you are in the right room. Right. Um, in the upper room. No, we ain't there yet, child. Yeah, I was I like, ready where am I at? Check Welcome to the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Hey. Uh, early media um, I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm your millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. Jeer Jeer. Hey, we're going to have a, a chick on the show uh, later today. Her name is Raynell Jones, and she's the founder of the alignment chapter. And this is not where you take your car. This is um, <laughs> if you are a single mom and you need help. Uh, this is the place that, that you need to go. And not only does Raynell, um, I said Rachel, Lord Jesus, not only does Raynell help single moms in our area, but she helps single moms across the country. She's actually here, but I can hardly see her. Um, and so we're going to just make sure she is added to the Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey, Hey, she is in the car. Girl, I'm in the car, but I said I have to. I appreciate you showing up. Thank you so much. We are gonna we are gonna get started on the show. We got Raynell here, Raynell Jones from the alignment chapter. Of course, she's somebody that's on the go. She's a hero on the go, constantly (laughs) on the go. And we're gonna talk about why. Um, the Hey Girl Hey podcast is brought to you by Allegheny County Health Department, overdose prevention, urban media today. Uh, radio and nice to media marketing and promotions. So we're going to start the first half off with hot topics. Um, LaShawn, how many assistants have you, have you ever had an assistant? Yeah. Okay. How many assistants have you had? It depends on how many uh, of the jobs I speak of. Like my latest one, I've had um, three and I've been there Two years, I think. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. One, okay. one, one. That's not uh, bad. That's He's not okay. bad. That's I mean, not bad. Well, compared to who we're about to talk about. Jerry, have you ever had an assistant? Nope. I ain't get that. I've yet. had two. <laughs> I've had two. No, I've had three my whole life. I had one in Baltimore and I had two. I have one right now. She's still with me. And then I had one and she had to go. It was like, it was a wrap. That's a that's another show. Uh-huh. Uh, right now, how many assistants have you had with the alignment chapter? Have you had any assistance? Please don't tell me she's I driving had, and talking one. to us. You've had one assistant? I've had one assistant. Yes, one assistant. And it was going good, but she actually got a better opportunity and moved out of town. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Well, I guess that's and not bad. That's I not. That's not bad. And she wanted to like pursue her father. Okay. We're mm. gonna. I, you're yeah, on the. You're in I, the car, you know, so we. One of the things I always encourage them to do is to. Uh, right now, I need you to pull over. Right now, we're going to lose you. So we're going to just keep moving. The reason I asked this question is because R&B singer Kay Michelle, she says that she's had over 100 personal assistants. Oh, my God. Foolishness. She said, and, and she says that. Oh no! Like it's it's little dumb stuff. So she was on a um, she was on a show. I think it was Big Boy's Neighborhood, and she talked about her failed assistants. One woman got the boot before she could even secure her position. Mm. She and her team interviewed the woman at an Atlanta restaurant, and they and it quickly turned left. They ordered fish. They were talking. Everything was great. She wanted to know um, what does she do on holidays. The lady says, "On holidays, we do drugs. We do cocaine." Oh wow! Yeah, and that didn't work out. So uh, yeah, that's one hundred. But I'm thinking, is the issue the assistant or, or the is it the employer? Yeah, that's what I be thinking. Because yeah. that's just one bad example. But oh. you, it makes you think, like you say, with the employer. Why is this company always hiring and why isn't no one staying there? Right. And mm -hmm. I had learned that from my last position. It just so happened that employer was always hiring for that position. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once I got there, I, I realized why, you know what I'm saying? So it makes you, it makes you think, is it the person or is it the, the employer, the company, and sometimes it's the company. And in this case, mm -hmm. K. Michelle was the the employer. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it could have been her. You know what I mean? Like, and it. I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, I can't speak on her behalf, but you, I'm with Dina Blackwell. Yeah, she said that it I'm must sure. be her. There's no I'm way you can sure. have 100. I mean, I did hear that K. Michelle, and who's actually in Pittsburgh this weekend, but. Or next weekend, I think. Um, she's actually hard to, hard to get along with. She's at the Roxy. At the Roxy, okay. okay. On the south the side. South side, okay. Okay, that's where yeah. she's at. Exactly. Yeah. If she stops she'll through the, me. Stops through the radio me. station, yeah, she'll call you. She got your number, right, Sean? Mm, she does. Okay. So um, we need to stay away from Buster's booty. Right now, listen, I used to have a big crush on Busta Rhymes, but I mean, really? back in the leaders of the new school days. Yes, I used to like Busta too. Not the thick neck Busta right. Rhymes that we got today. I get the hair with the hair. <laughs> it was the hair. Something about Busta. I did it like Busta. <laughs> Gina makes fun of me all the time, but it was something about Busta Rhymes. Well, this is the thing about a young lady who thought the same way. She has a big crush on Busta Rhymes, and a Brooklyn rapper um, has yet to speak on a video that has since gone viral um, that was posted of him throwing a drink on a woman. This woman shot her shot, and she reached over and grabbed his booty. And he turned around and like, shot, and threw the drink on her. Come on. She, exactly. she thought they were cool. She thought everything was okay. She thought, you know, because they had met before, but, you know, Buster Rhymes is not, you know, that's my personal space. Don't be coming touching my booty. Absolutely. I now, is that is that shooting your shot or is that just downright rude? 
I think shooting your shot is like coming up to and talking to somebody, right. grabbing their body parts. That's downright rude. I mean, she's lucky she got a um, drink. Yeah. Because you could have got a hook. Right. That's just like violating a woman. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Right. You're right. You can't touch me. Don't touch me. So, have you no. ever done anything to get the attention of a celebrity, though? Have you ever done anything like crazy? No, hell no. You, Jerry, no, no, because yeah. I'm not. I'm not that brave, and I'm not trying to get embarrassed or nothing. And you know, everybody got their phones out. Like, for example, the last concert I went to was a Kaylani concert last summer when she came there and I don't know how this happened when someone came on the stage and they almost like and everyone was reporting and they just almost got at her but she got off the stage just in time I'm like I do not want to be that person mm -mm. I, I'm not embarrassing myself like that so I, I never did if it, it was meant this meant but if not nah <laughs> I'm, I'm too shy I remember there was some there was an uh, opportunity for me to be common um, and I had eventually met him like twice, but the first time I had met him, it was at an event in Baltimore and I was stuck. I was so excited and, and I was, I was trying to interview him and he was not paying me any attention. And so my producer was kind of around like, oh, we got to get his, we got to get his attention. We got to get his attention. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to put myself out like that. I'm so embarrassed that she was trying her hardest to get his attention. He clearly was not paying any attention to me at all. Right. And I reminded him of that the first, the second time we met him. And he was like, oh, man, I ain't even know my best sis is all good, dude. Mm. Nah, yeah, he wanted nah. you to flip your boob, take your boob out. Hey, comments me. Like, yeah, that didn't happen. Like, that, that ain't happening. That, that, that ain't happening. We communicate. <laughs> what about you, Now, <laughs> still driving. What? Right what? Now, have you ever done anything to me? She's, she's hands-free. Oh my God! I'm trying so to trust me. Don't worry, I got this. I do this. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a die hard gangster. Trust me. He said, "I ain't new to this. I'm true to this." I'm All right. Trust me. Right now, this. have you ever have you ever done anything to get the attention from a celebrity? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I do too scared. I'm scared of celebrities. Yeah. Ooh, Sean got tea. Come on, come on, Sean. What you I do? Did. I mean, it wasn't nothing big, but you know, I waited. I waited for Prince, and I met him. But it, I was at my job, so I was leaving, Ooh. and he stayed at the place where I worked. Ooh. And so, Prince, Prince, wait, wait for who? Prince. I waited oh, for Prince. <laughs> yes, I waited for Prince. Yep, I was like. <gasps> wait a minute, you know, like he was coming through the door that I was right. coming, going out of. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, oh no, I'm waiting. I'm wait I waited for Prince. And so he walked in and I was like, hi. And he was just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? Was yeah, so my coworkers were like, listen, are you gonna ask him, cause ask him for an autograph? And I was like, no, I just wanted to see him because everyone had said how short he was and, and stature. And I was like, really? And you know, the whole time he was there, I didn't get a chance to see him. So I knew he was coming in this night 
I waited and I was like, oh. so when I saw him, I was just like, hi. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking in my head, you are a little dude. Like, and oh. then he was little. So, yeah. Yeah. Unless he put I in his stilettos and y'all add a act. And no, no, we and he had his little st stilettos on, and we really weren't at a. We still oh, was had a little height of him. Like, he yes. was magical. He oh, was magical. Yeah. He really was. So I did wait for him, but I, I know yeah. a lot of celebrities. So I'm a celebrity. She does. This is one thing we need to know. She's a woman of a certain age, and she knows a lot of celebrities. This is the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. Hang tight. Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio celebrates Black History Month. The first African-American woman in space, Mae Jemison entered Stanford University at the age of 16 and practiced medicine as a Peace Corps volunteer in Africa. An astronaut and inspiration, Mae Jemison dared to think, I can make history. Celebrating Black History Month, we are Urban Media Today. Hey, Hi. girl, hey. Say what's happening. We say the facts and then they lie. We coming back with them. They might say, but they don't know. Hey, girl, hey. 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 Uh, we're going to get into some Who the F Cares news right now. This is uh, the, the news that we choose to talk about but really could care less about. Mm-hmm. Um, first up, Miss Rihanna, you know, she debuted her baby bump. Yeah, she did. At the Super I knew it as soon as she came out. She's Wait, mm -hmm. I thought she just didn't get rid of the first baby fat. And I was like, oh, yeah. and I thought it's really a baby in there. And I'm like, it look a little too round, too perfect. I still got my baby fat. My baby's 25. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is baby back, baby fat. <laughs> well, anyway, folks are coming at her because. Go ahead, right now. I knew it was her baby, and I and I actually knew she was going to try to have another one. You could tell. Mm -hmm. You could just tell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think if you're in a good relationship, good situation, and you have one baby, and you desire to have another one, why not? Yeah. yeah. So, right. Yeah. I mean, she's, she don't. Which, I just don't want her to be up there like Kiki Wyatt. I just don't want to be up there like Kiki Wyatt. Autumn I love but I mean, Kiki. you know, no, she can have babies. That's her money. That's her baby. She, she got like eleven kids or something like that. Kiki. Well, you know, a lot. Okay. She says she um, likes being pregnant, so that's that's cool. That's nice. That's fine. That's fine. Well, folks are criticizing Rihanna because she was in Vogue magazine and she just said that her son, her baby boy, was so fine. She called her son so fine, and people criticized her. Mm -hmm. For calling her son fine. I mean, her baby's what five, nine months, and she said her baby's fine. And so people were like, um, uh, fine, more like cute, adorable. He's not a grown man, lol. Rihanna clapped back. You just keep your little cougar paws away from him, uh, and we good. Now, I get it because I had my son, I only have one child, so you're first, you, you, you're that chick, you're gonna be like, hold up, my son was 18, and this. Cougar chick was hitting on my son, and I—I I mean, it was about to go on, go down in DTLR. Mm -hmm. I don't play about my child, but you know, I—I I, I understood DTLR. that. Was she a little too? Was DTLR? Yeah. It's, it was. Um, it's a shoe Bella. store. Shoes. Yeah, it was old sneaker villa. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Right now, was she out of pocket saying that? Should she, you know? No, I think that I think I need for women. To, I need for black women nowadays to stop acting like being ghetto is wrong and acting how we act and where we come from and the way we make dark humor and say certain things is so 
beneath everybody when you know they in the same boat Rihanna is just said something that was funny. Like, my son is so fine. Because that's something mm -hmm. I would have said. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't wouldn't care if nobody criticized me or not. I need for women to stop acting like certain things are beneath them that are not. Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, I can say my daughter is super fine. Like, she big fine. And mm -hmm. I can say that because that's my child. That's like your people say, mm -hmm. my son is big fine. Y'all better stay mm -hmm. away from him. That doesn't mm -hmm. make Kiki a pedophile or anything. Mm -hmm. Like who's yeah? They have to stop sexualizing everything. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think what's her baby? Like baby. you know, right. what's her baby? So Peachy says, say it plain, and you know she love her baby. <laughs> say it plain. <laughs> love her baby. So you don't play about her, but her children. She don't mm -hmm. play about that. That's right, PG. I appreciate it. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, for me, it when you when you put things out in public, you you're gonna expect that public attention. You're gonna yeah, that's true. You're gonna get it, and so I, I get her being I get her being passionate about it. Just understand this is what you're gonna get, you know. But these are these trolls got to understand they're gonna get that clap back too. Right, Rihanna don't play. She gonna give you that clap back. Right, tap tap. You know who else got the clap back? Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Don Lemon is trending um, for saying that women like presidential candidate Nikki Haley are well beyond their prime years. A comment, according to CNN, that irked at least one of his co hosts and many more people online. So folks are saying she's a woman of a certain age and she should not be running for president. Uh, I want to say he actually took it back, but. You know, he, he did apologize, saying that it was out of pocket. Um, a woman's age doesn't define her either personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. So clearly the PR PR department checking yeah. on that. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, no, nah, because what's yeah. the difference with the, the men? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, men can do it all. Look right. At, or president now. I didn't know he was that old. I you mean, know what Sleepy, I'm Joe, Sleepy Joe still woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sleepy Joe is woke. You know, <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Women that just, brother, if he that ain't a granddad, Lord Jesus, it is a granddad, child. All right, he's eighty to, years old. I mean, Sleepy Joe is eighty, um, and so still, come on now, yeah, he's still up, and I think, and Nikki Haley's fifty-one. <laughs> She's younger than yeah. me, so yeah, that's not all. And and I think Don Lemon's in his fifties, so he should be off the air if he if he makes comments like that. Then he's I too was old to be say, on the air. Talking about women of a certain age, mm. he should be off the air. If he's, I mean, because he's too old to be doing that job. If if she's too old to do her job, he's too old to do his because he's a man of a certain. Well, age. We all gonna be out of work because I'm about to be fifty, so yeah. I need him to be quiet and get out yeah. my pocketbook. But you know what you got to think about who Don Lemon is too. Don this Lemon has come out and and I'm not saying that all gay men are like this. So, so please don't write in about gay men. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I think he he's the kind that would be kind of like he got something to say. Like he he got a clap back. Like she mm -hmm. might have did something to him and he came back with a clap back. Mm -hmm. so he's that guy. He's like one of those guys you really don't fool with. If you if you get into a little battle with Don, Don's going to bring it all out about you. True or not? Right. 
I don't know if any, I know, I already know that uh, LaShawn would not like these, these little red boots, these little sorry game oh piece boots. So Folks are wearing these like they're Air Forces. Oh my God. I think they're called horrible. the Mischief, the MSCHF big red boots. They're $350. Like, really? NBA baller, uh, shy, shy, giggliest, whatever, Alexander's the wearing Mario's them. Sierra. Like, yeah, the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily B, Lil Wayne, even Maury has been sporting the bloody booties. Would you rock these things? Would you rock them? No. Don't look like you was busted behind on ice with that thing. That don't look like no traction. Everything don't need to be a trend. Like it's now these are terrible. I, why would I wear these? Like why? The only way I would wear them is if literally they're for a costume for Halloween. That's it. But even that is pushing it. But they're ugly. Like I do not. Peachy said, if you have a high instep, you have to cut them off at your feet. <laughs> you know what, Peachy? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think they, they just not attractive. And we jump on these trends so fast. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Right now, you're, you're a millennial. You're pretty stylish. You're not rock, you going to rock the red boots? No, my legs is too skinny. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> she said they look like a Monopoly piece. And I already yes. have short, so I really look like Morgan. Oh. There's nothing nice about those. Yeah, the voice you hear in the background is uh, Raynell Jones. And Raynell Jones is the founder of the alignment chapter and earlier I said the alignment chapter is not where you go and get a tune-up. The alignment chapter (laughs) is where you go to get support if you are a single mom. If you are a single mom here in Allegheny County or anywhere, Raynell is going to come out. She's going to reach you. So we're going to check in with Raynell in just a second. We are going to take a 15 second break. We got a word from the Allegheny County Health Department, hold tight. Fentanyl is not just in heroin. The drug supply is changing. And I carry naloxone because I don't want to see nobody die from a drug overdose. You can test your drugs for fentanyl. Small changes make big differences. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast. I'm getting real clever with this stream yard, y'all. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Wait, Sean is like this. <laughs> the show is like, <laughs> the show. Well, what is going on? She was ready to count the five. She was ready to count the five. Yes, I'm. I'm with it. I'm for it. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today, uh, sponsored by the Allegheny County Health Department. If you or someone you know uses drugs, small changes can make a big difference when it comes to one's health. Using sterile syringes helps spread the uh, spread of HCV, and carrying uh, Narcan can help save a life. When an overdose occurs, you can log on to harmfulreductionallegheny.org for more information on that. PG said, come through production. <laughs> yes, uh, All right, so Raynell, I appreciate you, love, that you are, she's driving and she's, you know, she's here to talk about the hot topic. She's here to talk about uh, what we came here to talk about. A big news story that happened um, this week 
where the emergency allotment payment for SNAP or SNAP, what we call them, was cut short early. And a lot of families were affected by that. And the alignment chapter, which Raynell Jones is the founder of, is a local nonprofit that helps low income moms make it through a 30 day month with basic necessities. um, if they need, you know, to help wash their children, brush their teeth, properly clean their clothes, and more. She helps with diapers, clothes. I mean, she definitely, she is a shero uh, for young single moms. And me being a, a, I was a single mother, I definitely, and I said this to her before I needed her uh, back in the day. And so when this help, when this happened, when the food stamps were cut short, I mean, there were people, some were in line, actually. Some were in line and they had to walk away from their groceries at the grocery store because they could not access their food stamps. This is the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. Hang tight. Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio celebrates Black History Month. In the 1920s, Black Bottom in Paradise Valley, the center of music and culture in Detroit, hosting artists such as Count Basie, Duke Ellington, and Billie Holiday, and home to hundreds of Black-owned businesses. Black Bottom. Where many thought I can make his celebrating Black History Month, we are Urban Media Today. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Um, Raynell, talk about why you started the alignment chapter, and then we'll touch on what happened with the snap, fupa, fapu, or whatever you call it. Okay, first, let me make sure you can hear me. And I want to apologize for driving. I did. I did have an emergency with a mom, and I ran all the way out Indiana for her, and I'm on my way back. Okay. So <laughs> that's what I do. I show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started the alignment chapter for reasons why I uh, do what I'm just doing right now. And let me know anytime if I cut off. Again, I apologize to anybody listening in and also you, Kiki. But I always put my moms first um, because when I was a single mom, nobody put me first. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I remember being a freshman in college and being a mom and never having time with my child because I was working as a housekeeper and I was also going to school full time, you know, just to pay my bills, make it through the day. You know, food stamps wasn't enough for me. WIC wasn't enough. I would have to make a decision to buy diapers or buy myself pads or buy milk. Okay, extra cans of Similac, you know, or buy her diapers for extra diapers for daycare. And, you know, I was getting mentally defeated being a mom. Like sometimes I just felt like I sucked so bad to the point where, you know, I had thoughts of suicide. And I always tell people that being a single mom, like I tell people, I'm a certified gangster because you don't stop being a mom even when they grow up. Being a mom and parenting You know, it's hard for you, especially when you're low income, especially when you don't have the support system that you have because you come from poverty and all you know is poverty. And that's why I started the alignment chapter so single moms can have a backup plan so they can have somebody they can reach out to for support. So that's why I started the alignment chapter. How long have you been doing that? I've been doing it now for three years, going on four. Well, that's awesome. So you're in Pittsburgh, but you but you're you just went to Indiana. What are some of the other places that you have gone to? I go to Beaver. I go to Butler, Honksutawney, Apollo, 
Murraysville sometimes. Um, if something's going on, if there's like, you know, if there's a mom that says she's in need or if there's somebody who say they need something now and I don't got nobody to take it to them now, I just do You know, I handle, I just do it. Mm-hmm. So do people reach out to you like through Facebook or your personal phone number say, hey, I need this. Can someone bring it to me? Like, how does the setup work? So they go online and submit an emergency application and they can also do an emergency submission, which comes directly to my email. And then when it's an emergency, it's flagged. And that way I can see what I could do to help them right then and there. And like I tell everybody, you know, we don't we don't get grants. Okay, that's first of all. Let's make that clear. Everything that we ever got was from us fundraising and from life-saving donors. That's that's everything we've ever got is from that. So we don't have the capacity like everybody else has to serve mom. You know what I mean? Like we would like to, but we're getting to that fact that point where we can. Um, and that yeah. means that I don't have the funds to pay staff to service certain areas. You know what I mean? I only have volunteers who would say, you know what? I'm available this day or I can't do it right now. But if I had somebody pay, they could set up a station out in Indiana or set up a station out in New Kensington. I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Right. So that happened when. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You paused. I was ready to jump in the rope. Go ahead. They go into our website and submit an emergency application at www.thealignmentchapterwith2ls.com. When this, when that situation happened, were you contacted immediately? How did you find out? When and what happened actually? What happened actually? Was she contacted? No, when the snap situated, the food stamp stopped and, oh. and there were families affected. How did you find out what actually happened? I was in the store. Mm. Well, okay. I was in the store and I seen a whole bunch of people putting food back. Mm. And I'm like, well, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And they said, they stayed, they took the PEBT off. They took the PEBT off. They took the PEBT off. I'm like, who took the PEBT off? They was just on here, now they gone. And I seen them on the phones and the corners calling like, is y'all PEBT gone? Is y'all PEBT gone? They was like, yeah, it's gone. So I was asking them or whatever, like, um, what happened? Mm-hmm. And they said that every certain, uh, every, I guess every so often they get PEBT loaded onto their cards. And they said that for some reason they haven't been getting it. And when they loaded the extra 350 for each kid, so I guess it goes by how many kids you have in your household. Mm-hmm. And you get 350 per kid. So say for instance, if you got six kids, right? Mm-hmm. You get six PEBT cards. Each of those cards get money on it. Hmm. Okay. So you tell me, and everybody don't get the same amount. Some people get more, some people get less, depending on the age. Right. 
So I'm trying to figure out how the government so-called made it glitch right. to load different amounts mm-hmm. on different cards on the same day. So-called mm-hmm. claim and then took it back and left these moms who caught the bus with their kids mm-hmm. or, you know, did what they did to get there. And now they can't pay the person who, who took them there because they ain't on there no more. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It was sad. They was crying. Like, people was yeah. crying in the store. Yeah. They was crying. That's, that's terrible. That is devastating. Was this ever resolved, or is this still the situation? No. Like, this this money's not coming back. That money's not coming back, and the people who spread the money, guess what they did? They, they said, oh, if you spread the money, we cutting your stamp, half of your stamps next month whenever you spent. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna pay it back one way. Or they said, I also heard something about if you file your taxes, they'll take it out your taxes too. They're taking it out your taxes, but here's my problem though. Why am I paying for a mistake that you made? Yeah. Yeah. This was to be given to families who needed this because of the pandemic. Right. So they needed it. If the funds were available, why would they issue the funds? Mm-hmm. Like I could see if they they found fraud or something, but right. these families need it. So I don't understand yeah. why they would take this back and say right. you oh families can't afford it and, and groceries are super high right now. So, so this is just bad. So they they put them in more debt. That's what they did. They put them in more debt because not only do they owe them back, they owe whoever whoever back, and y'all know what I'm talking about. They owe whoever, whoever back, and now they owe whoever, whoever back, and now they getting a they income tax token. That's mm-hmm. not right. Mm-hmm. And it's is not this right. a voting situation right now? Is this something that can be resolved through an election process? Because be. this is all government, but and if that's the case, then where is that? Where does that? This stand? can be resolved. Honestly, our own personal government has the ability to say my women and low-income families in my state need this and you actually can start a petition and have people fill out the petition and say to them on a petition like oh i have families who actually need this why did y'all take it so if like you get a hundred thousand people to sign a petition they're not going to have no choice but to give it back or tell you you don't have to pay it back but i'd be trying to say that to moms because here's the problem. We got all these moms that say they in need. And I'm gonna say this because anybody that know me know I'm a thousand percent transparent. It be our own community who don't mm-hmm. wanna speak up for themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you you won't speak up for yourself, how can somebody help you? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I can advocate for women all day. I can say single moms need this all day. But if you won't sign on that line, it's just like voting. If you won't sign on that line, if you won't say this is affecting me and speak up and step up, I'm the one that looks like the liar and the crazy person that's standing in front of all these people saying, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Right. So people have to speak up. Stop being afraid. If you know mm-hmm. you need something and it affected you, speak on it. Mm-hmm. Have you, with, with the alignment chapter, have you gone to... Um, uh, political officials or government officials, and and have you made proposed 
um, arguments saying this is what's out there. This is what we what we need. And if that is the case, then what, what was the result of that? Um, there's no result. I'm ignored. Mm. You know why I'm ignored? This is why I never get grants. I'm young and I'm black. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I'm young and I'm black. And I'm this young black girl who's crying about food stamps. Even though I don't get food stamps, they still think I'm a black woman crying about food stamps. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody wants to address that because they scared to touch on that race topic. Yeah. I am a, a black woman crying about food stamps and I don't even get food stamps. I don't even have PEBT. I didn't mm -hmm. even know what was going on. I'm advocating for people who do get it. Mm -hmm. Right. What do you need from the community? I need the community to step up and speak up and say how they're affected and what they need done. All right. I mean to help the alignment chapter. Oh, to help the alignment chapter? Yeah, all donations is there. Yeah. Yeah, all I need for people to do is share and encourage people to donate. We definitely need feminine hygiene products constantly, mm. diapers, constantly, um, household cleaners. We need all of that. You know, mm -hmm. we need more warehouse space. We're outgrowing our warehouse space. We definitely need funding to pay for our warehouse space and continue to pay for the services that we provide every mm -hmm. single day in the community. You know, we need that community support. How we support all the moms. I always say this to all my moms. I show y'all so much love, but sometimes it be seem like y'all scared to show me love back. Y'all mm. mm. oh, show me yeah. no love. Yes, well, the thing I like about you, though, you don't give up, even though that is the case. Right. You don't give up still. Did we lose you? Uh -oh. Yeah, it went black, black. It did. It yeah. went black. Man, I was getting good. Please give the website to her organization. It is the alignment chapter. Um, the alignment chapter. I want to say, let me look, at, let me look here. You're breaking up a little bit too. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's this, it's this. Okay. I apologize. I know that, um, yeah, we're having some technical difficulties. I, I think it's said that this is a situation that is happening sorry, in so many areas. No, no, no. Someone asked right now it, uh, the website, the alignment, A L L I G N. M E T E N T the alignment spelled with two L's. I'll put yes. it in the chat. Go ahead and talk about it. I'll respond in the chat, but go ahead and talk about what you were saying. Um what was I saying, y'all? <laughs> no, <laughs> about, about the people get, giving back to you. The young ladies you that you know. Like, yeah. I give so much to women, they don't show me no love. They don't that y'all y'all share Beyonce's concert. But y'all don't share all of the positive <laughs> stuff that I'm doing for y'all. You don't share that I, I definitely just paid your rent and helped you out with two months worth of diapers. And she's super dope. Y'all definitely need to, you know, follow her. I always say that because it's sad. It's sad, but at the same time, I don't look for stuff like that right. because I'm I'm always blessed. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
I've, I've been blessed because I'm such a big giver and yeah. I don't look for that. But I always say that like y'all ladies have to start sharing what's important. It's going to benefit y'all because a Beyonce concert ain't helping you pay this light bill, babe. And you're going to pull it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, have you ever um, collaborated? I know I want to collaborate with you um, with a couple of organizations. I believe uh, Beverly's birthdays mentioned you in an interview. I was interviewing Meg's young and she loves the work that you're doing. Um, and the March of Dimes, definitely interested in collaborating. Have there been any organizations that want to collaborate with you? Are you open for collaboration? I'm definitely open for collaboration. I just have to make sure that aligns with, uh, with what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Some people want to collaborate. Like I had an organization that I actually just turned down a $15,000 grant. I'm going to be real with y'all. Mm -hmm. I turned down a $15,000 grant because they wanted to collaborate they wanted me to do something that I didn't believe in. I'm going to be the first person to say this, or not even the first person. I'm just going to say this. I don't believe in pushing the COVID vaccine into my community. And what they wanted me to do was push this COVID vaccine into my community in order to get this money, mm. in order to collaborate with them. And I said, no. And Why did you say no? You don't believe in the vaccine is, or you don't want to force it vaccine on someone. I'm not for, we, we already are forced to do stuff that we don't want to do enough. I'm not mm -hmm. forcing no woman or no mom to put something in her body that she don't feel like she need. I'm yeah. not making her do that. And I don't believe in the vaccine. So why would I make her do that when I don't even believe in it? Right. That, that, that doesn't align with the purpose of the alignment chapter. The purpose mm -hmm. of the alignment chapter is to help single moms. I'm not encouraging y'all to put nothing in y'all body that y'all don't want. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I like that. Keith said, that's good stuff. But he said something else. No, he said so, something else. He said something else. I'm just oh, not, Lord. I mean, we already got abortion, getting abortion rights taken. We mm -hmm. already looked down on, we already disrespected to the highest level. I'm not going to force no woman to do something that she don't feel like she want to do to her body, her body, her choice. And I'm mm -hmm. not letting nobody use me because of my voice and the women that I help to encourage them to do something that they really don't want to do. Right. And sometimes you got to look outside the box. At the end of the day, we're all women. And sometimes we could be used for our advocacy and our voices to force people of color and women in low income communities to make decisions that they really don't want to make. And it mm. just didn't align with what I wanted to do. I want women to gain their abundance in doing what they love to do, what mm. they choose to do, what they right. want to do. So that's why I didn't align with what I wanted to do. Right. Can't no money. I, that's what it's called selling your soul. I'm not selling my soul for a couple dollars to say, oh, I don't I don't believe in it, but give me that money. So I'll do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm just not going to do it. Has there ever been a time since you turned away um Grant, have has there ever been a time where you had to turn away a a mom where you couldn't help? Yeah. Can um, you talk about that? I had a couple moms who were experiencing homelessness, and they were asking me, like, please, like, you know, I really, really need. I just, I just need my next three months rent paid. I just need my next four months rent paid until I can find this job. And I really had to tell them no. Yeah. 
I really had to tell them, no, you know why? It's not in my budget, babe. Mm -hmm. They don't give me the money. You know, I asked the same big organizations for money to help me to do small bill payments for single moms. Mm -hmm. And I've been denied five times by the same organizations. If I had the funding to do it, I would move my, I, I would do it. But me, I, me alone and my volunteers and my staff, we raise six figures every year by ourselves. By ourselves, literally by ourselves, literally through social media, literally through our own marketing. Six figures by ourselves just to maintain and help the moms out here that need to be helped and do what we need to do for our organization to keep the doors open. Yeah. If my budget could grow to three, even three, I'm telling you, I just did a number. If I could get a $3.3 million budget, I could probably pay at least 200 moms rent for the for six months in one year. I could put it in my budget. But I can't. But that's just their rent. That's nothing else. That's just their rent. That's nothing else. Because, you know, there's there are organizations that will pay the rent. Oh. They claim they pay the rent. That might be me. Okay, um, but that that will pay the rent. Whereas you can, I know, I know, and I understand, and I get what you're saying, and I I respect it so much with you not collaborating. Is that me? I'm getting a real. That, it might be me. It feedback. might be my earpiece. I apologize. Um, with you not collaborating with someone that goes against your organization, I love that about you. Um, but there there are. Uh, there are organizations that will pay for rent. I'm in property management. I'm like finding these organizations that are paying for rent. Yeah, they're dope. Yeah, and um, so I'm, I'm thinking those resources can your resources can go to some other things if you connect them to the the ones that pay for the rent. You know what I mean? So because I've seen organizations that pay for six months of someone's rent. And they're still doing it. So maybe that's something we can talk offline about or something. Right. Are you? Maybe this is me. Hold on. <laughs> Sounds like you all. I think it's the last room you know. It's like... You can't hear anything. How are you doing right now? Do, because it's a lot of pressure for you having to buy so much for so many. How do you handle it all? I just do. I, I wake up every day and hang on to God's unchanging. And I sit there and I talk to my great grandma and I have a conversation with my grandpa. And I have coffee. I do self-care every morning. Every morning I'm about four in the morning. Every morning. Every single morning. Because every day I don't get time to myself. Ever. I never get time to myself. This is the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media Today. Hang tight. Nice to Media Marketing and Promotions is an independently owned marketing and handling all your social media, event planning, 
brand marketing, and promotional needs for small, nonprofit, and big corporations. If you need more information about rates and services or more, call 443-252-3923. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. This so someone on, LinkedIn, someone on LinkedIn just said, many jurisdictions receive APRA money to help rent. You may want to see if there are any state or city governments using APRA funds to help nonprofits. I've been around for a long time. Not a long time, but for, for three, four years. I've exhausted everything that I've tried to do to get help with funding. You know, mm-hmm. so... It's not like I'm not looking for any other funding options. I look for funding every single day. Right. And it's not that I'm doing something wrong. I've had three different grant writers who are seasoned. And I say seasoned, meaning I need grant writers who would be able. I need grant writers who would be able to write grants who have been doing it for over five years, over 15 years. Yeah. Tell me to my face and also write back to the people who we request funding from and said, can you please have a meeting with me and explain to me why you're denying this organization who is clearly qualified for everything here, the funding. Mm-hmm. There are certain things you got to come to terms with and you'll never understand it. Until mm-hmm. You'll never understand it until you are in it. Right. Is that when people say you got to know somebody who knows somebody and you got to have one foot in the door and one foot out the door, sometimes that myth is true. And I always didn't believe in that. I was always a big advocate on, no, that's not true. No, I don't believe in that. This, this, that, and the third. Um, But come to find out that actually is true. It's, it's actually true. And I've, I've, I've exhausted all avenues of trying to find funding. I look for funding every single day. Mm-hmm. But it, it's hard out here. It's definitely hard out here. It's definitely not easy. You just got to keep believing in yourself and keep going and keep going and keep going. And put yourself out there and go to different events and, um, you know, reach out to different people and get to know people so they can get to know what you're passionate about and your nonprofit and know the mission or behind it and try to help. Right. Well, I just want to tell you again that I appreciate you and all the hard work. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I want to, uh, yeah, it was Ray Nell's mic. So I just want to, uh, to, to I, I'm a mute you real quick right now. Hold on. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. So I want to tell Raynell that I appreciate all the hard work that you're doing. I'm constantly mentioning her name, constantly telling people who she is and what she does, and more people should know her story. Um, But we are running out of time, of course. And so if you needed to reach out to Raynell, Raynell, can you quickly give your... uh, You'll have to unmute yourself. <laughs> can, you, can you give your email address? It's www. Well, you want my email or the, um, email? 
The alignment chapter is www.thealignmentchapter at gmail.com and the email is thealignmentchapter with two L's at gmail.com. Okay, so the website is alignment chapter with two L's dot com. The alignment chapter with two L's dot com. Dot com. The email is the alignment chapter again with two L's at gmail.com. So yes. we'll just reach to now and her staff team and get more information on how you can help, how you can provide, how you can donate, how you can volunteer. Um, right now, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you. I hate to asking you, you, but it's the feedback and, you know, we don't want anybody to, <laughs> we don't want anybody to tune out. So what, what, what chick name can we give right now? Mm. Oh, she's so dope. I don't know. I don't know right now. You up there with the dope chicks. <laughs> I like you're the dope chick. Right now you're pretty. You're a pretty dope chick. You're I'm a pretty chick. dope chick right you're now. Dope chick. So I'm telling it. you, you got five. I got five on it all the time for you. You just let me know. <laughs> you Amen. just let me know. Praise the Lord. All right, Lord. So I'm not gonna jump in because usually y'all give this part. Uh, Lashawn, can you tell everybody how they can how they can reach us? Um. Oh, yeah, because that is my part. So you can reach us on every oh, <laughs> every social media platform available. You can call us. You can email us at the Hey Girl Hey uh, podcast 2018 at gmail.com. Um, and whatever social media platform you're on, we're available. And you can reach us there. And Jerry, wink, how, wink. how can they hear us? To catch up on past and current uh, episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, all you have to do is listen to us wherever their streaming services are, which is everywhere. Which is everywhere. Thank everywhere. You so hey, Rice just gave a whole long uh, explanation about nonprofits, um, and he wants to assist. So hopefully, right now, you'll get Timothy Rice Senior Sr at gmail.com. He wants to help you out. So now you got to look at God. Won't he do it? Amen. Won't he, won't he? She's muted. She's praising and muted. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for watching. Shouts to my brother, JR. I appreciate you uh, for checking in. Thank you so much to Peachy. And and we had Denise checking in and we had JR checking in. And thank you so much. Mr. Keith checked in. Mr. Keith, check what? Yes. What? Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Thank you, Raynell Jones of the Alignment Chapter. Make sure you reach out. Get ready for Urban Media Today Talk Sports. That's it. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. I'm the millennial, <laughs> Jerry Tipton. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And that she is, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Young man, holler at me. Oh, my God. That haircut. It is Hey Girl Hey, the podcast <laughs> for Urban Media Today. Thanks for listening.
The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.